0: Hello and welcome to Holly's Hotspurs, where I, your host, Holly Agambar, will be talking all the latest news and gossip, along with a few heated opinions on the club we all love, Tottenham Hotspur. Now you can watch this unfold live with me and my guests over on YouTube at my channel, Holly Agambar. But for now, let's sit back and discuss what has been happening at Tottenham. Hopefully, we've been living lavish.
1: Ah, uh, it's Holly's Hotspur's back with another one Chatting all things Tottenham, we're second to none Special guests every time, if it's win, lose or draw The passion is high, like Harry Kane when he scores Or so when Lloris makes a world-class save We got Javier running the mid every game Settle down, stick around, share your thoughts with the panel And make sure you're subscribing to the channel
0: Coys. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holly Sportswear Live. Sadly, I'm not in the igloo, which someone commented on Twitter uh, a minute ago saying, is it live from the igloo? Sadly not. I wish I was in an igloo because I am sweating one out. But to talk all things Scotland tonight and obviously that South Korean tour, I am joined by two fabulous guests. First of all, Max, it's nice to have you back on the show. How are you uh, this evening?
2: I'm good. As you can see, I'm sat in the garden I've got a nice little pint of water. I've drunk about 12 litres of water today but yeah good and uh, thanks for having me back on.
0: My worries. Thank you uh, for joining. I think you've got the best idea of being in the garden. Um, I think <laughs> if I had a garden I'd be out there but I don't think the roof is going to cut it to be honest. Um, but also joined with us is also Luke. Luke how are you The Tonight it's glad to have you back on the channel once again my friend.
1: Yeah no thanks for having me on after letting you down last week. Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not outside because I've got two dogs, and they would just destroy the entire computer whilst I'm out there, and that's the last thing anyone wants to see. So yeah, just sat sweltering hot uh, bedroom. So happy days,
0: happy days. <laughs> what a time to be alive on a Monday. Uh, we've got some people in the chat already. Criminal FIFA, as if you match. Big up, criminal. I'm actually
2: going to do a quick selfie to say that, show that I'm in the <laughs> garden. So you can try putting your, you can try like putting your thumbs up and see. I don't know, if it might work. Right.
0: I love it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, welcome to everybody on the channel. If you are new, bit of admin, please like, share, comment, whatever. And please subscribe because I'm so close to 2K. I'd love to get there before the Southampton game, uh, which is right around the corner, to be honest. Um, So please do that. But without further ado, let's crack on with tonight's show. And tonight's show is obviously a bit about the South Korean tour. Now, the only real sign, well, out of our five signs we've seen, is obviously Richarlison. So Max, so I'll come to you first. What what do you kind of mm-hmm. make of his showing in uh, South Korea going over kind of both games? What's your what's your kind of thoughts on him? Now you seen him. I think
2: play. it looked I think it looks like he's settled in pretty quickly. Um I think it was actually pretty expected. We've got a couple of Brazilians already in the squad. Um I think he just wants to get going. Like he knows he knows he's got a big like the the players that he's playing with, it's not just like a little move. He's literally playing with potentially the best front three, front four in the Premier League going into the next season. So, I'm excited to see him. Obviously, yeah, we haven't seen much of him. We've seen him put a good ball into the box, and we know that he can play on the left, play on the right. Um, I don't think he's going to be Kulusevski straight out, and I think everyone will be sad if if that was the case because and the the they're they're completely different players. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's just another option, isn't it? And it's it's just going to be. You know, if a, if a fight breaks loose, he's going to be the first one there with Romero to uh, to help get involved and to <laughs> help everyone out. So it's just another character. You know, you know what you get with him. You're, I'm, I reckon we're going to get a good fifteen goals next season. I've stuck by that from uh, from the get go. His link up plays really good. He was he was Everton's main man. Like any any Everton fan that I've spoke to, they're, they're they're gutted that he's left. And the price, yeah, it might be a lot of money, but end of the day, you, you have to pay a lot of money for. I mean, for the best player of someone's team in the Premier League, you're going to have to fork out a lot of money anyway. So I don't know. I don't think the uh, the price is an issue. Um, it would just be interesting to see where Conte does fit him in because I can't see him being. You don't spend sixty million on a striker to be benched. So it'll be interesting to see, obviously. Uh, see well how he features. i um, I'm still I'm still confident that we can somehow fit Kane behind Richarlison just with Kane's movement and the passing ability. So, yeah, that'll no, be interesting to see to see how it unfolds.
0: No, you right. I think it's his versatility that we're all kind of really excited for. And we saw glimpses of it, obviously, in the South Korean tour. Um, Luke, I'll come to you for this one, because obviously there was an opportunity for Richardson to get it back into the net. I think the ball came in. I can't remember who from. Ball came in. And unfortunately, the South Korean XI player went to slot it and he, he did get a tap on it and go into the goal. But Richie was literally right behind him. So I think the goals are definitely going to come. Like Maxi said, it gets in the right positions. It's just obviously if he can beat that South Korean player, obviously, from getting the ball back in the net.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I remember in the first game, feels like a long time ago, actually. Um, but he had a really good chance. where I think he took too many touches and then it ended up with Emerson, didn't it? And then Emerson mm. missed. Um, but no, look, I like what I've seen so far, I think Max is right. Like, I don't expect him to start from the beginning. I do not expect him to, you know, to just suddenly slot in instead of Kulusevsky because it would be unfair on Kulisevsky. Um, But do you know what I did like? You know, he had a few good touches. He drew fouls. These are things I think Conte will want from him as well. It's not only just to score goals, but also to be able to win possession, high up the pitch in, you know, in a set piece area, we've just signed a new set piece coach, haven't we? So uh, Mm -hmm. all of those things will be, will be important. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's part of his plan, isn't it? You know, he wants hard players in his team. And I think it will bring the best out of everyone. You know, those players that really, really want to fight physically. um, Mm. for Spurs So no, I'm excited. You know what? Like, I hate all this nonsense, you know, like who's going to score more goals? Jesus or Richarlison? It's nonsense because, you know, But I would say for the first month of the season, minimum, he isn't going to start. And I wouldn't expect it. So, uh, yeah, should be interesting. But do you know what? I'm happy with him so far. You know, you don't expect to see him scoring 10 goals in preseason.
0: No, No, you don't. And I think touching on what you just said about obviously the Jesus um, and Richie argument. I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago or even last week. I can't remember. But we were saying how they're two different players for two different teams. They're two different roles, as in. He's not our main man up top for Arsenal. Jesus is going to be their main man up top. Mm -hmm. We don't know where Richardson's going to play, where he's going to play on the wing, where he's going to play up top, whether he's necessarily going to play up top at all in terms of when we're going to play him. So I think that argument's just void. I think it's just like we said. I think for Sky and all of those kind of people, they like to drum a lot of media attention. I think for them, it works very well because we're talking about it right now. So <laughs> I think on that kind of front, I agree. I think the thing for me at the moment, and I'll come to you on this, Max, is obviously Sonny has is, is, um, commented on Richardson and saying that obviously adding these types of players like Richie is incredible. He's a quality player. So when you've got t- players like Sonny saying that about the signings, it does make you feel good about mm-hmm. the season coming up.
2: Well, definitely. I mean, Son's the sort of person that he's not going to slay anyone. You could be the worst player in the Premier League and Son will still put a smile on your face because that that's just, that's his character. That's his persona. Um, I mean, I can't imagine how how good it must be in training with players like Son and Kane because they're just always like so focused. Yeah, Kane can be, a, out of the two, Kane's probably a bit more professional in terms of like, you know, Son would be up for a laugh and a bit more banter. But that's just who he is. That's, that's mm-hmm. why everyone loves him. I mean, he knows when to be serious. He's serious when he's playing, he's on the pitch. And obviously you see these little clips, but it's nice to see little insiders. I mean, we saw a clip where obviously they were sat in the room and there was a few of them on the on the phone. And it's nice just to see the insight. You don't we never see this. We've never seen our team be so like the social side of it's been amazing. The social team have been unbelievable this season uh, well the season hasn't even started, but I feel like we're going to get much more in-depth view after each game and on this Spurs play we're going to see a lot more Um, just like it gets the fans closer and you can actually be the 12th man when you know that let's say I don't know Kane's had a bag of crisps like on a Wednesday night because it's on Spurs play and then people can relate to it but the whole son being around son is just it's incredible Um, I can't imagine how how mad it must be to be around literally someone who is that big in their own country? He's literally like when I was growing up, you know, when everyone knows David Beckham. You don't have to like football, but you know who he is. He is. Yeah, They're, him over there is just well. You, you see from every all the videos and everything like the way they sold out the the two games in like twenty four minutes. I mean, it's madness. That just speaks for itself. It's it's unbelievable.
0: No, it really is, and I, I think you're true there in the sense that obviously Sonny. I think I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Sonny is probably the glue that's holding everyone together, but he's definitely one of those players that keeps. Mm-hmm everybody TikToking and I think obviously we've spoken about how him and Richie seem to be really close friends but I know we've slightly mentioned it Luke but obviously there was that indication between Sonny and I think it was one of the Seville players and you see Romero and Richarlison running over straight away and Richarlison's only been here for a matter of what weeks shall we say and they've already made that bond so it's nice to see that kind of thing from our, from our players.
1: Yeah definitely I think that you know you want to see fight from your players right regardless of whether it's a pre season friendly or not, you know, and you wanna see to me it's not about like them fighting, right? Or whatever, you know, pushing and shoving. But to me it shows team cohesion, team bond, all of those things where you're willing to stick up for your mates even in a friendly that means absolutely nothing. Um and yeah, no More than happy with that. It was nice to see Lamella getting involved as well. (laughs) (laughs) as well. Mm. That
2: was wicked too. It's it's when Lamella was like it's like he was back in the Spurs players. (laughs) And that's that's that was wicked. I mean, people forget that how many years has he been at Spurs? I I've got one of the old like HP shirts with Mm. Lamella on the back. Like he was with her for so long. Um yeah, sorry, Luke, I've obviously just distracted No, no, you, but... no, I've pretty much
1: finished, to be honest. <laughs> but,
2: but Lamella, no, he, he was such a character himself and to have not not many players come by, you don't you don't see that sort of fight in a lot of players. So the fact we've kind of got someone similar, like like Richardson in terms of if there's a foul, like your best mate, he, he will be there to protect you, sort of thing. So that's, I think you need that. You definitely need a few of those players in a, in a team. Like it's all about the fight as well. Like they've got to want it. If they've got yeah. that want, yeah. They will be there and to help you. And like, you know, it could be it could be like the 90th minute, and someone needs to put in a big challenge. You know, someone like these Richarlisons, Lamellas, Romero's will put their okay. body on the line, even yeah. Die. Like you know, these. So you need it. And I feel I think Conte is probably one or two signings away from us literally like pushing like proper because we we're, we're expecting a lot. I know when you sign
1: these. Like a lot of these players. We haven't even seen some of them yet, like it's exciting times, but yeah. you can see it from like as well. Sorry, to cut you off there, but no, like no, you can right. probably see the similar from like Perišić, I would say. Um mm-hmm. he's a tough character, I'd even say potentially Basuma as well, and the way and even, you know, attitude-wise you may even see it from someone like Spence if
2: mm-hmm.
1: that ever happens. You know, mm-hmm. they yes. seem like <laughs> players that have a little bit of grit about them. I think that's one thing. It's sometimes not all about like glitz and glamour names. Sometimes it's about getting the right kind of people into the door. And I think, 100%. You know, I think with Conte like that's why we've gone for these specific types of players.
2: Well, it's very rare that you're going to see 11 superstars all in yeah. one team because they're the ones that they're the ones that win the league. Mm-hmm. Like you look look at Man City's side and you just think every position's always got like a 50 million pound player. Yeah. And we haven't been able to do that recently, so it's nice to even make signings and the fact that people can even start moaning about what signs we're making? It's like we haven't even started yet. It's like, give us a chance. Like mm. it's exciting times. Like let's just go with the flow. Stop trying to find things to moan about. Like the only thing people can moan about at the moment is the new kits. And it's like <laughs> I'm I'm all for that. If people are going to moan about the kits, that's fine. Let because be at the end the of the day, don't buy it then. Don't mm-hmm. buy it. You're not the one that's getting paid to play in it. No, you're right.
0: And I think, like, how what we've all kind of touched on when I had Graham Roberts on it, like, uh, a few weeks ago, he was saying about how, actually, even before then, when I had him on at the the end of last season, obviously, when we're going through the turmoil of losing Jose, and he was saying there's no real player on that pitch that would run through brick walls. And I think now we're starting to see those additions that will wear the shirt with pride, that will put their bodies on the line. Even like, if we think, um, going back to the game, we talk about diet. For starters, Luke obviously he scored an absolute whiz bomber, shall we say, in that Mm -hmm. first game. I don't even know where it came from, but he's taken players like that that I was thinking he needs to be ushered out soon. But now they're turning into these players that not only will play with the desire and the passion to want to win, but will also have the performance to go with it.
1: Yeah, do you know what's interesting about Dyer? It's like he's obviously played so he's been there so long. When do we sign in? What like 2014 or something mad like that?
0: Ridiculous. Mm
1: -hmm. Um. And if we don't forget, you know, I think he scored a brace in his debut, didn't he? Mm. That was back when he it was, was playing, playing midfield. What role, was but... it? it was the
2: West Ham West away, that goal, wasn't it? Where he like <laughs> came, played in through. Oh, that
1: was scenes. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, it, but with him, right. So, sorry, I've gone off on one there. But with him, like, it's about like adding, there's a reason why I said that. It's about adding like that part to his defensive play as well. Mm-hmm. You know, That he is a ball carrier. He can take the ball. He's played in various different positions. So why not utilise those strengths as well? And do you know what? He saw a gap and went for it. And why not? Did it? With a whiz bomber (laughs) like that, Holly. Is that what you were calling it now? A whiz bomber. -bomber, (laughs) Proper whiz
0: bomber, mate. No, it was. And I think he has been given a lot of criticism. And I think we are all sat here as well thinking we do need another centre back to come in. And I think we'd all be sat here and thinking silly if we didn't, because I sadly don't think Dias, although he's been playing well, I don't know if he's going to be that player that takes us to the next level. If we have someone else that could rotate with him or we find someone that's better than him, I think that would be the way forward. And obviously, people mm-hmm. are talking about, and i will come to you, Max, for this one, obviously, Pau Torres. There's a lot of talk, obviously, between him and Bremer, but it looks like Bremer's going somewhere else. I haven't done my homework before. I'm not too sure where. But it seems Juventus, that- I read today. Juventus, Juventus. So I feel like Pau Torres will probably be the guy that comes in and that he's obviously left-footed. Um, he's won quite a bit, and we could offer Gio in a kind of swap deal. So, if that was the case, would you be happy with obviously that guy kind of coming in to compete with Dyer or to be Dyer's replacement? I don't know. What do you kind of feel on that kind of take?
2: Um, well, firstly, big up Kyle for uh becoming a member.
0: Indeed, thank Kyle you for that. The
2: gun's done. <laughs> um, so big him up, and then yeah, I mean, the, the Villarreal link obviously with Gio that means that it's more likely for us to be able to get a deal sorted. Um, like, they clearly, want, they clearly want him. He had a good season for him, And it just shows, like, some players just fit. Some players just don't. Like, it, it happens to these players now and then. Um, I don't actually think he's a bad player. There was He had glimpses at Spurs, which we thought he was going to be the one to replace Eriksen, but it just never really happened. Um, so, yeah, if we can get a deal over the line for Pau Torres, I think that would be a brilliant bit of business. I mean, what I've noticed with Conte, he likes players that are good with a ball at feet. Um... I think that's why obviously I saw Langley and everyone was moaning that yeah we've only got him on loan but the fact that the guy can like spread 40 50 yard passes and he's good with his feet that's that's what Conte wants we've we we've, you've seen like last season we've been playing it out from the back and a lot of people don't like it but against these big teams and the teams that press you you can literally spark an attack from two or three passes like we we always seem to do against man city so It'll be nice to get Pau Torres, it'd be nice just to get another centre back, I think. Um obviously with Lengley on loan, that just kind of proves that I feel like if we'd wanted him, we'd have bought him. We've just got another backup. Um so whether it's one more signing after Spence, obviously, who's another player that's good with his feet, it's just like there's like a pattern going on. This is like they're yeah, the sort of players that Conte likes. Um just I think it will be another centre back. As much as I want if, if you had to say to me we had one more signing to make I think the centre-back position would be the one that we uh, we improve on.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the thing. Like you talk about Lengler, I think that was some good business in the sense that we like to try before we buy uh, these days. And obviously, where has been a bit wobbly at Barcelona, I think it's a good idea to get him in, see how he adjusts and see if it's going to be the one for us. But Luke, come to you, do you feel, obviously we're going to talk about Spence in a minute, but do you think as well that Peltorres would be the fit for Tottenham? I know lots of people say they want Bastoni, but I think that is pretty much dead in the water now. So with Pal Torres being potentially the next guy to come in, so to speak, would you be happy with that kind of signing?
1: Yeah, a million percent. You know, I get all this Bastoni hype, I really do. But I think, again, a lot of people nowadays, especially on Twitter, just jump on a bandwagon. They hear a few people mention a name three or four times and then suddenly everyone's like, oh yeah, he's the best centre-back that ever existed. Like, no, there are good centre-backs out there. And Pal Torres is an incredible centre-back. For me, I don't think it knocks Eric Dyer out of position. I think he would then slot into that left side Mm. of the center center back three. Um, We desperately need a left footed, you know, good left footed center back. Obviously we've mentioned Longley already. Um, I think that's, I'm going to say the complete opposite to most people. I think that's amazing business to get Longley for the sense of it's a loan. There's absolutely Mm. like zero pressure on it. Like working out. There's no obligation to buy. There's nothing there that says that we can't just say, see you later at the end of the season. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Right. Just pay a guy's wages. Um, exactly and so... you, you forget well you're not forgetting obviously because
2: everyone knows he plays for Barcelona but it's like he's a Barcelona player he's not bad you know what I mean we've taken two of Juve, Juve's like well that was going to be my right next comment. Player, but, yeah literally and then look what Conte's managed to do with them so we've seen like sorry there's a bee the around me <laughs> <can see> <laughs> that's, that's not the perk of sitting outside but um, <laughs> um, but yeah no, nah, like that's what I mean you're signing players that have played Champions League football they're not. They're not players. They're not. I'm not. No disrespect to any of the lower leagues, but they're not League One players. They're not taking a, too much of a gamble. They're players that would come in and do a job.
1: Hmm. They might not they be.
2: They might. Yeah, they're not going to set the world on fire, obviously. But he might pop up with a, a couple of goals. He might get a couple of assists, and you never know. Like it could be. Could be the assist that helps win a big game. Like it's. Oh, I trust Conte with whoever he wants to sign. Yeah, so. and,
1: and everyone forgets that you know long lay before he went to Barcelona had an incredible time. I think he was at Sevilla before that, wasn't he? And uh from what I've been looking at online, you know, he had some an incredible time, and that's why Barcelona took a punt on him. Look, we're all forgetting that Barcelona are well, apparently so, in all this debt and <laughs> in terrible financial position, yet they signed every player under the sun. But mm-hmm. um, you know, so some players just don't fit, right? Mm-hmm. Like look at Endon Ballet La Celso at Spurs. Like they'll probably oh, go two, on and play two it. players that are so gifted as well. Like yeah. they're yeah. both
2: talented footballers. So I mean, Endon end is just a oh, it's, it's such a—he's the most frustrating one because yeah. that position he could literally have made his. Yeah. He could literally have sat behind a striker, and then if we've got defensive midfielders, it's like you don't need to go anywhere. Just do your job there. And be fit. Go on morning runs if you have to. I don't know. Do whatever you need to do. A that's what I'm trying from, to do. Tip from you, mate. Yeah, exactly.
0: Put <laughs> Follow the that's way. No, but I think you're right. Like, I know we're slightly going off, top, off topic, but I think it's a great point to make that, obviously, people are screaming out that we need this creative midfielder. But we do have one that possesses the talent doesn't seem to want to apply himself and that's why i think now would be a great time to obviously move on to the next one i know joey called it morrison because i think i spelled it wrong on twitter or corrected it but that is obviously james madison um morrison. was i, was, I think was it morrison's yeah. yeah i think I like, i've had a bit of a mare there i wouldn't blame it on the weather um so james <laughs> madison not morrison um but potentially- he's a singer yeah, he, is, uh, yeah. he, is, he you is, can actually. play on broken strings. <laughs> that is the one. She turn that one into a chant as well, Matt. I think it'd be a hit, man. Um, but no, uh, James Madison. So he's 25. Obviously, he plays for Leicester. We all kind of know that. But Luke, I'll come to you first. Would you want him at Tottenham? I mean, loads of people are screaming out that we need some creativity. I think it would give him another of option the- off the bench. On, no, I'm, bored of all
1: this. I'm bored of all this creative midfielder stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need a new Ericsson. Oh, well, let's get Ericsson. Oh, let's not get Ericsson. We need somebody to replace Ericsson. Like, depends on how how we play. Like, mm-hmm. from what I've read, Conte wants an attacking midfielder so that we can play two different formations. And one of them would involve two up top with a yeah. holding midfielder. And the other one would be our standard formation. So I get it. I do get it. Do I do I rate James Madison that highly? I don't know. i str- I always struggle with it. Do you know why? Because like I got quite a few Arsenal mates, and for the last however many years, they've been banging on about Arsenal should get James Morrison, no James Madison, <laughs> and uh, and and all this, right? So it leaves a little bit of a bit of taste in my mouth. But to be honest, I'm up for for anyone coming in, as long as they come in and they prove their worth, yeah. and they put their effort in, and they play how we want to play. I'm really up for for anyone um madison's decent yeah Someone's just said there he has another 10 goals um yeah he's one of those players but it's just frustrating isn't it at leicester like he's never ever cemented a spot like in the england squad like and these are the things that worry me right there's reasons why these things haven't happened and does he get bored quite easily like do you know what i mean yeah. I see I see it I see him as a good set piece taker and I think yeah. it's annoying. The England
2: one who who gets over is it Mount in that position? Yeah. I wouldn't even say Mount is they're they're very similar. I mean putting you know putting Chelsea aside, I'd say I'd say Mount is just as good as Manson, but vice versa. I don't think one's better than the other. Yeah. I think you get very similar out of both players. So that just comes down to where we don't we don't see what happens in training, we don't see what happens what Southgate picks and all that, but yeah, I'd I, I, could, I'd be happy. It's, if it's one of them, if you took Mount out of the England squad and put yeah. Madison in, I wouldn't be that much fussed. Yeah. They're very similar. So, I'd, I'd say that's probably why he doesn't really get in the England team. But yeah, no. I don't know like, what the price is. I think it would be similar to Richarlison's fee.
0: Yeah, I think the price is... I think they're reporting, I think on multiple sites, it's like 50 or 60. So it's between that kind of top-end kind of region. Mm. But again, we speak about we spoke about Richarlison, the fact that his price was so high. But then again, who are you going to get from, from Leicester? Obviously, he got 35 appearances yeah. last season, 12 goals and eight assists. You're paying mm. for those kind of performances. And that's when I kind of think to myself, obviously, I know Luke doesn't want me to bring up Ericsson again. But when you look at Ericsson <laughs> and, and think he was on a free, he he's been at Spurs before, he knows how it works. But again, Luke, comes to you, he might not work under Conte. might not be a Conte player. Madison could be this Conte player.
1: Yeah, like, if we'd signed Ericsson, I'd have probably thrown my laptop out the window. Do you know why? Because I just think, like, I'm bored of it, right? It happened. It was great while it was there. Like, he wanted to leave. And, yeah, I'm bored of it now. But, um, yeah, James Madison is an interesting one. Like, to me, it depends on, like, Tielemans. Like, if Arsenal decide to go in for Tielemans, um, mm-hmm. it's very unlikely he'll leave as well. I uh, Also read today, like, Nabil Fekir as well from Real Betis. Yeah, I see um, that. I see that, yeah was another one that was talked about today. So, yeah, look, if Spurs want to spend the money and get another two players and get a centre-back and attacking midfielder, then happy days. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Seven signings and a win. Oh, eight signings. Yeah, no problem at all. But look, I think the centre-back one's really important. Do I see Longley as, like, the replacement or, like, you know, because Ben Davis plays in this position, right? Do I think that he plays every game? I think we'd be much better off getting another... um, another defender, because look, we score a lot of goals anyway, right? The players that we've got, Kane, Son, Kulusevsky, Richarlison, uh, if we can get goals from maybe midfield with Basuma as well, um, then that would be great. I don't worry about Spurs scoring, but I still worry about, um, you know, defensively. Yeah. Just conceding. I think that's just, that comes with being a Spurs fan.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that is true. I think that's kind of in our blood, isn't it? So, to worry about that kind of thing. I mean, just to throw, obviously, a spanner in the works. I mean, I'm going to say it wrong, but Nitin here says, obviously, James Madison Well is half decent set pieces, a bag average player. I mean, I think we're screaming out with Vio coming in to be our set piece taker. We talk about how we can't really do it. I mean, in uh, the South Korean tour, we saw Harry Kane score a deflected free kick again, which makes me think he's going to think he's going to take every. Oh, can free we stop kick. this?
1: Harry Kane taking free kicks. <laughs> he scored one deflected free kick against, like, where was it? Like yeah, Aston Villa. As- 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 <laughs> Yeah, and That one against South Korea Exile yeah, Exactly, he's got a deflected <laughs> free kick against the uh, Korean All-Stars
0: mm, so, But I, I think we're screaming out for a set-piece taker I mean Sonny could be the one that could step up We've seen him do it for his national scene. But then so why don't we so... just buy
1: James Ward-Prowse instead then because he's a better free kick mm. taker than James Madison
0: The only thing with James Ward-Prowse is I don't think Southampton would ever let him go and the price they'd ask for him is ridiculous compared to James Madison That would be my only <sighs> I'd,
2: I'd, I'd still go with Madison though I, I mean, I, I hate that you just sign a player just for the set pieces because mm-hmm.
1: otherwise we don't really see that much else of him. We just see him score 30 yards or three kicks. And... But that's what I mean. Though. <laughs> if like everyone's saying, oh, well, let's get James Madison because he can score for set pieces. Then I'd rather James Ward-Prowse because he's much better. Mm. But yeah, I get you. But just to know, like 50, 60 million on, um, on Madison. Do you know what? It's not my money. Uh, Let's <laughs> I, I, I think I think you're you do want Madison secretly. You just don't want to spend.
2: You just don't want to see Spurs spend that much money. Yeah, mate. If, look, better. if he
1: comes in, I'll be happy. Do you know what I mean? It's just another good player to add to our squad. 100, like. But do I, I think, think he's the answer to our prayers? No, not really.
0: I think it's just so alien to us because we're so used to getting players that are ready for the future or that could become good or we get this player so late on because we've stuffed up on the other ones. I just think it's really strange to be sat here saying, we've got five sign-ins and we're discussing whether we're going to get Madison in. It's just so alien. I mean, somebody else has obviously mentioned as well, and I'll come to you for this, uh, Max, about... Oh, where is it? I've lost it now. I think it's about Depay. Uh, Memphis Depay apparently knocking about I can't find it at the moment here it is
2: oh yeah no I did I did see it yeah
0: yeah. Um, it's not 27 he says it's 17 but that's another kind of option that could maybe go our way would you be pleased about that I mean look at us (laughs) touching
2: on what uh Luke obviously said about Fakir as well Batiste there's uh so him and Depay Mm -hmm. apparently I can just see them being like problems in the dressing room I can see I can see bad vibes. I can see, like, oh, if it doesn't go their way. I just get that that sort of impression from Depay. I feel mm-hmm. like that's why it didn't work for him in the Prem. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a reason he's not up for a lot of money. It just mm-hmm. it, it doesn't sit well with me. Fakir could be a gamble. I mean, it's tough. It's, it's whether we actually need that position, like Luke was saying. Do we do we go and spend money on a centre-back, the replace Ben Davis or whatnot, rotation, blah, blah. There's plenty of players out there you can get. That's the thing. But I think those two could be a problem. And I, I, I'd love to be sat here saying, I told you so, but without having to say it, because it means we'd have to go through a lot of shit for them to actually get to that position. I, I see it, perfect example, Endon on Bele. I see it yeah. as that. I see it yeah. as something like that. And uh, they're trying to offload all of the, not the deadwood, but the ones that are going to cause these issues. Mm-hmm. So let's try and not not assign anymore I do get I've got similar vibes from jed Spence I'm praying that he doesn't end up being like this and I tell you why when he's when he was laying down at the end of the game and he goes he's like he knows the cameras are there he's not stupid yeah. it's like it may oh, we'll see we'll see I'm, I'm excited to see how he gets on because hes he's clearly got talent but it's just whether they put that talent like on the pitch and don't yeah. cause upsets don't go I don't care if they're buying Gucci watches like whatever they do behind closed doors that's fine do what you want you earn a lot of money you can spend it but yeah. as long as you're putting it 100% on the pitch that's that's all Spurs fans want to
0: see That no, I think you're right obviously sticking with Spence the video the, the hope of this video was Spence is finally here and what we're three days after he was supposed to be. T- the announcer, we're still sat here thinking whether he is. I think it is pretty much done and dusted because there are pictures during the rounds of him holding the shirt in front of the billboards. So mm-hmm. I think it is done. And obviously, Max, you mentioned about his temperament. Um, and Luke, are you kind of on the same vibe or do you think Conte has gone after Spence? He clearly quite fancies him to come across. Do you think he can snap that bad attitude out of him or do you think that's the kind of character that he wants just to stir a bit up maybe?
1: Yeah, maybe a bit of both. But I think like... Look, first of all, right wing-back is a position we need to fill, right? We're even looking at Lucas Mora right wing-back mm-hmm. option. And do you know what? I didn't think he did badly against Aaliyah. Um, But that's probably my Lucas Mora brain talking. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what have we got? Three wing-backs at the moment on the right-hand side. And then if he wants to play Lucas Mora's right wing-back as well, that adds four. It's just like... whoever
2: wants that. Whoever, there's, yeah, whoever yeah. wants to just make that position their own. I think that's that's all it comes down to. Like Kuliseski made that right wing position his own. Yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. there was no one yeah, else.
2: Lucas was there as well, weren't he? And it's like I don't think anyone knows where Lucas's position is. Like
0: <laughs> not at the moment. I,
2: I would love him. He could have been the dream. Like I remember when he was at PSG, he used to actually play behind the striker, like in that cam yeah. role. And it's like that would have been perfect. He's got he can beat a player. He's maybe his passing ain't amazing, but the fact he can beat a player and you know, he's just he's a he's a he's a nuisance, isn't he? Like, yeah, he is yeah. a nuisance, but I don't know whether he's just missing something. I
1: think he's just missing something, but yeah, mm.
0: we'll that see. is difficult. And um, do you know what? Is... He always
1: wants to win. Sorry, he always wants that's to right. win for Spurs, though, doesn't he? Like, and that's mm. the thing I quite like about him. I think is that every time you ever see him on a video, every time you ever see him like anywhere, or, like on the plane or wherever they're going, right? He always seems to be like having a good time. So, I do want it to, to work out for him. We need to definitely offload, um, in that. In that position, but actually, the question was actually about Spence, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think that the guy's young enough, right, to get this kind of bad attitude like out the way. Like, there's a difference between, and Max is right, right? Like, there's a difference between playing with swagger, playing with style, confidence, and being a dick. Sorry yeah. if anyone is offended. By um, but and what he did, you know, bear in mind, he didn't even get promoted to the Premier League because he was going back to Middlesbrough anyway, mm. in reality. So, but to kind of like the way he did it, and also his message to like Neil Warnock on Twitter and like all these yeah. different things that he did, right? But there's there's definitely something about him. I love him even more for smashing up Arsenal when they played them. And uh, yeah, look, I think that with a kid like that, you've got to give him time mm. and say, do you know what? We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's not like he's you know mid-30s or, you know, at the kind of mm-hmm. point where he has it's this or nothing like in Don in my opinion but um yeah I mean uh, I, I, think... I guess sorry but... I guess oh, we no, just no. also we also do forget that
2: just because I'm saying that I have a bad vibe about him I don't know him I haven't I, yeah. I literally know nothing about him I've never played with him I mean you know it's like he's young he's just been promoted to the Premier League like he's probably like he can't believe it like not many people actually get to play in the Premier League, let alone sign for Spurs, who were playing Champions League football next season. Yeah. It's like it, it's a massive, a massive step. He's probably just, he's probably just trying to take it all in. I guess it depends which way you look at it from. If you've got an agenda against someone, then you always try and find negatives, don't you? So yeah. that's that's what it's like with Lucas Mora. Everyone's always quick to slate him and say, "Oh, he can't do this, can't do that." But then you can look at the benefits and say, "Well, look what he done for us. He gave us the best time of our life, like yeah. in the past yeah. years." So. You can look at it all. It just comes down to what uh, what take people have on certain players.
0: No, I think you're right. And I think, obviously, you guys speaking about him getting promoted into the Prem. And it's interesting as well that we're the only team that was after him. Apparently, Forrest weren't even that interested in signing him. I don't know whether that's because, obviously, he went after Necco Williams after, um, obviously, they didn't go for Spence. So... I don't know. I've, well, I, like, I kind of like what Andrew said about him being um, quite hungry at the moment. Um, I, I think that's something as well with a player. You need them to show willingness. And I think we've all agreed that Ndombele doesn't have that willingness to be able to want to perform at Tottenham. And I know Cracknell uh, last week spoke about how if it's mental issues or he's got something going on, that's fairs. But... Ooh. With all the expertise at Tottenham at the moment, you'd hope that he'd get the help you he need. So I'm not too sure if that's kind of that kind of thing. So it'll be difficult. And and like we said, the right wing back position, if Spence comes in, Luke, is he a starter? I don't know. Yeah, if, I think I he think. starts straight away. You think? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think like we can't continue with, you know, unfortunately Emerson on that side. And like, it looks like Conte likes to use Doherty on the left sometimes as well. So I think... It, it's difficult to know who would actually go because, you know, my heart would say you've got to get rid of Doherty. But watching the games and seeing, you know, him playing in various positions, even in the the back end of last season, I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, Emerson Royal that went. But look, if they don't want to sell anyone either, then sound, off we go. Let's have a big squad. Let's, uh, you know, because if Spence gets injured, then we need someone to be able to to fill in there. So I think he starts... I I heard, like, some crazy rumours that... Middlesbrough wanted, like, a bonus for his first start in the Premier League, his first start in the Champions League. And that's why it took so long to negotiate the deal, because they Mm -hmm. wanted, like, all these, like, mad bonuses for, like, one appearance.
0: It wouldn't surprise me, to be fair. I thought it was because Levy was obviously headhunting this deal. but uh, he Probably didn't was that out. as
1: well, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't really know why it's taking so long. But you might be right with all the bonuses. Um, it seems like Levy's kind of down his tools and let Paratishi do the business this time. Because we are seeing his signings go through. It's just so coincidental that he apparently was doing this one. And it's taken <laughs> so bloody long. Um, but touching on Emerson, obviously, it looked like in... I think it was the XI game or the Seville one. I can't remember which one. But it looked like him and Romero were having a bit of a bust-up, Max. I don't know if that's going to bode well or do you think it was just heat at the moment? Obviously, it's really hot out there. They've just done, obviously, forty lengths of the pitch or what have you and now playing the game. Yeah. So, do you think it was just a bit of hot-headedness or do you think it was more like he's had enough of him?
2: Yeah, no, I think it's probably just um, just heat at the moment. I think, was that when he missed the chance? Was it that one? I,
0: no, I think it's when he or was nearly, there like, one? I think it's when he nearly didn't he nearly score an own goal or something. Oh uh, yeah! And Romero went like this as he turned. I've seen a a, I've attendant.
2: seen a I've seen a couple of them. And there, there, maybe there's a couple of different moments, but there was one I think Emerson where I missed. Like I'm not gonna say sit up, but it was like the view from behind Romero, and you mm. see him turn around and like. Might be that his one. It was up a sitter, yeah, yeah. wasn't it? It was, mm. yeah. So do you know what? <sighs> Romero just Romero. No, do you reckon he's in that defence and he's like I'm the best in this defence? Is and he's got the ability to back it up. We know he's our yeah. best defender. So, he only probably wants to, especially after coming in, like, knowing we've got Champions League football, he's going to be want to be playing with the best of the best. He's not... A, he's, he doesn't want to be... He's used to... He's been playing with, like, Messi in his team. He's not been playing with Emerson Royale, has he? So, um, I think Emerson Royale is, like, he's an OK player, but you're not going to trust him. Like, I actually really like Doherty. I thought he before he got before he got injured last season, he was he was doing well for us in the he was actually popping up with some goals, weren't he? So yeah. it's a strange one. And I know we haven't spoke about the left side, but we haven't heard anything about like Reggie, like about what's going no. on with him. And he's, he's another left player out the he, squad, isn't he? He's like a left back yeah, version of Emerson Royale. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> he's a strange one, but it's like I actually quite like him. He's just he's a bit of a like headless chicken at times, isn't he? He just, like, up yeah. and down that wing. He just, he wasn't great defensively, but under Conte, under this new system, like, the five at the back, I feel like you can, you can you can afford to be not as good defensively, if that makes sense. Like, look at Trent and look at Robertson. Mm-hmm. You could argue that they were never, they've obviously got better as time has gone on, but I don't see Trent as a, as a, as a proper light like, defender. I see him as just someone who's amazing on the ball, can pick a pass. It's hard to get the best of both worlds at the moment. And that's when you do, that's obviously how you end up winning the league. So it will just be interesting to see what happens. I, I can't see Emerson Mouriel starting. Like, like Luke said, it'll be Spence and Doherty, I believe, probably yeah. fighting for that position. I can't see Lucas starting there in the Prem. I mean,
1: nah, that, that just doesn't work for me. Do you know what, It's I only because of, the, because of Conte's comments. You know, when he, when he said... Uh, that, oh, like I've, you know, put Victor Moses in that position before. Yeah. When, when a just, winger, yeah. you can quite easily be a wing back or something. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember the exact phrase. I, was, I probably butchered that.
2: Well, I mean, we, we saw that he, he turned, I'm not going to say he turned him into a machine because obviously, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he but he was good. He was very yeah. good that season. And the fact that he's managed to do that, like, it's, it's, it's mental. It's kind of just looking at a player and saying, what are you actually good at? Yeah. And some managers can see that and some can't. And Conte, I feel like he'll be able to get the best out of, out of some players, definitely.
0: No, I think that's right. I think I think that's what Conte thrives at. He looks at players and actually thinks, right, you're better suited in this position. Why aren't you playing there? And then they turn into well It's all because they've been playing in the wrong position. Mm-hmm. And maybe Lucas Moura could be the guy, but I- I'm not too sure. I mean, when he was rising like a salmon to defend the ball, I was thinking, <laughs> oh, wow, I like this. Someone can head the ball in the box. Um, I mean, just
2: like you said, Tolly, he's mm-hmm. moved Ben Davis into a centre-back position. And since then... I'm not saying we all loved him, but he was so much better. Yeah. yeah. And he was so much more confident being in the back three as we're being out on the wing. You kind of need to be quick. He's not like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was Conte straight away. We saw him put Davis left centre back pretty much straight
1: away. And from then, no that one's there to slander him. So, the only other time he did that was I think Jose played him against Liverpool, didn't he? Is that in that position? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And it seems strange that he never stayed in that one. And then Conte comes in and he refreshes it and puts him there. So yeah. it is about playing posi- players in their right positions. And it works wonders, which we've seen. Um, Obviously, another one I want to talk about, which is potentially the right back slash centre back, and that is Tanganga apparently going on loan to AC Milan. I think I'll come to you first, Bats. I think with Tanganga, for me, just needs to decide what position he's going to go for, because I think that's the real trouble with him at the moment. We've seen it with Dye, obviously him playing a CDM, now sort of into centre-back. It kind of puts you into two minds. So I'm going to put this to you, Max. If you were Tanganga, would that be probably your first thing to kind of suss out before you decide to where you're going to go alone, Or would you rather just go on loan and be told where you're playing?
2: I think... and frustrating for him he needs to go out on loan like I mm. can't see him getting any game time at the moment especially with us uh, signing some more players in that position it's just annoying that when we first saw him in that Liverpool game like he was unbelievable and I feel like everyone was like we've got our next right back centre back Um like he's powerful why he couldn't just be as mad as it sounds he was a bit of like a Mika Richards sort of player like yeah, when yeah, he I'll was get at, Man- at Man City I got, I got that vibe I was like he's going to be like he's, he's built like a brick house he's quick He's good on the ball. I think he even set up like or nearly assisted in that game. He might have even assisted. I can't actually remember. But uh, that was everyone was talking about him and suddenly, what, a season or two later, everyone's like, where is he? Like I actually yeah, even good. forgot he was at Spurs. So it just shows how quickly things change in football. I mean, one minute you can be the best player. Next minute you can, you've got your head down. You're off and alone somewhere. Like it's, it is mad.
0: It is a bit strange. I mean, Luke, I don't know if you wanted to add anything on Tanganga or I can move on with something else, or have you got any thoughts? Yeah, Just, just 100%
1: he needs to go on loan. Like, mm-hmm. I think somewhere like AC Milan is a brilliant, brilliant move for him. I think yeah. he'll get good game time. You're playing mm-hmm. at a high quality level. Um, you get experience from living in a different place. And I kind of agree with Max, you know, like that. As soon as you mentioned that, then I was like, do you know what? I get that vibe as well. You know, I will always remember that run that he made against Liverpool really mm-hmm. late on and uh, nearly made something happen. And so, you know, what do we do at the end of this season? If he, you know, if he comes back in, he still can't get a spot at Spurs. And you may want to look at offloading because the last thing we want is just to keep holding and hoarding all these players like we tend to do. Um, but yeah, now's the time kind of make a break to really go out there and get some get some game time.
0: No, I think you're right. Like you say, we do have a tendency of keeping older players and then their value decreases by so much that they either leave on free or go somewhere stupid for such low um, wages. So hopefully Tangenga does make it AC Milan if that does go through and then he comes back to Spurs. But um, but who knows? But Luke, I wanted to stick with you for this one because Andrew makes a good point that apparently, whilst on tour, obviously, we only saw one new sign in, and that sign would be Richardson. Now, you are going to the Rangers. Game, yes, and finally. I hope I hope for you that, obviously, we see more of them. Are you kind of hopeful for that as well?
1: Yeah, so I'm trying to remember why everybody was out. I Someone think... had COVID, didn't they?
0: Yeah, I think for- Forster and uh, Basuma were both ill as well. I'm not sure if they had COVID, yeah. but they were both ill. Perisic too...
1: injured himself, didn't mm-hmm. they? All ha- or has been injured. Ladder. So, um, But I think he was on the bench, wasn't he, in the severe game? Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, I'm not that bothered about like how much physical game time they get, because, you you know, you imagine, like, how much training they're doing. We saw the players, like, flat out on the floor, um, and I was most impressed to hear that Troy Parrott was the one still in the lead on the last Yeah, that was pretty in. mad, actually. Um yeah. While Harry Kane and Son were still on the floor, so, do you know what? Fair play to him, but yeah, as Dan said, both had like COVID, so, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, you know, we get to see them on the weekend. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it?
0: No, it would be. It would be very nice. I mean, Kev's just coming in and say that uh, they did have COVID uh, and Lenglet was obviously his visa, so that's the reason why he didn't travel because he didn't get it through in time. But oh, yeah. that that being said, Max, like, I really just want to see Pesuma. That's the one <laughs> player I really want to see. And against Rangers, I think that would be quite a good challenge.
2: I think he's just... It's because he's. we know he's an exciting player. It's another player where we've taken the team's best player out of their squad. Um, and you you can't do that very often. I mean, some people are saying, like talking about what our signings are, we've taken two of the best players from certain clubs in the prem. When when do you yeah. ever get to be able to do that? I know, I know Brighton fans loved him. He obviously scored against us last season. He's just got that he looks like he's got that fight about him, as well as having like that technical ability like Ben Tanker, like very close control. He's gonna get the get get you up the pitch. So, yeah, it'll be nice to see him, definitely. I mean, I'd love to see him starting even against Southampton, but that's just because we know how good he is without even seeing him in a Spurs shirt, yeah. Um, yeah, no, just exciting times, really. There's only a yeah. few more games. The season's coming around quick now. It's just,
1: it's what, Who do you want to see in the midfield, it? though? You two. Oh, go. Oh, sorry, I'm taking over the channel now. Oh, uh, <laughs> like, Max, like, yeah, that's always pondered me, right? Because we're always looking at two in the middle. Mm-hmm. And part of me wants to see... Skip and core but then obviously we want to see Basuma as well so then part of me thinking Basuma, core but then I feel bad on Skip yeah like, and then and then, like...
2: and then does he leave Hoiberg out it's like yeah. it, it, but having too many players to choose from is a good thing because we've got so many games but if you obviously had to say our best our best team oh god it's so frustrating because if you go if you are going by just ability I used to love Ndombele and the fact that he's still mm-hmm. kicking about, it's like what? So if we can put Basuma in, I mean, get rid of Winks, seal out, mate. Because I do not <laughs> want to see him play for Spurs again. Sorry, Hodge. Uh, As you can <laughs> tell, he's not he's
0: not <laughs> the army anymore.
2: Good, good. That's why that's why Spurs are on the up because he's not and he's not featuring anymore. But Skip, yeah, it's just like people actually. I I, I I mean, I personally forgot that Skip was still he was injured, weren't he? So it'd be nice yeah. to see the nice to see him back, especially especially being like a proper Spurs boy. We saw what he'd done at Norwich. So it'd be nice to see him just proper full season, especially under Conte. Um, But yeah, it comes down to have you got two in midfield or three in midfield. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting next season for sure.
0: It really is. I'm probably on the same fence and saying that I think it just depends who we play. Obviously, if you've got a team that play a low block, I think I'd prefer Basuma because he's someone that can charge down and win the ball up high. Whereas if we're playing that kind of team that we need to kind of break down, I, I don't know. I, for me, I'd like There was, a, Sorry, there was a few ahead.
2: clips of Basuma getting stuck in, weren't there, like in mm. training and stuff. So I can't wait to see that. I can't wait for him yeah. to not, like obviously excuse the phrase, but not not literally snap someone's legs, but just get stuck yeah, in. Yeah. Get yeah. stuck in, fight. I don't mind to get a book in, whatever. Like if he can be anything like a, like a Fernandinho, I mean, be on to a winner because he. He, I know I keep like saying these players are like other players, but it's easy to describe. Like Obviously, yeah. Luke understood who like the Mika Richards vibe. You just know yeah. what I mean about that, that type of player. So, no, nah, interesting times. I'm, I probably haven't seen enough of Basuma, but that's what makes it... I've seen enough to be able to want to see more, yeah. and hopefully we do.
0: And that's the thing. I think, like you said, it's, it's so hard to sit here and be like, what's our best combination in midfield? Because I think it just all comes down to who we're playing. And I think Hoiberg's done brilliantly, although he was playing some wayward passes in pre-season. Oh my God, it was so bad, wasn't it? It was. I was like, oh my, I need to turn this off. But <laughs> things like that, I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not sure. I mean, look, you were the one that posed the question. What what would you kind of want like to see in the mid?
1: Well, I think like deep down, I want to see, you know, taking like my heart away from it. I want to see Basuma-Bentancourt in the middle.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: who I want to see. Um, I think they're the most, the better technically better players yeah. at this moment in time. Um, the issue that I have with Skip, though, is that I would like to see a season of him like in the Premier League starting mm-hmm. and playing week in, week out. But his naivety maybe would be the only thing that would worry me when you have Bissouma already there. I think, for me, I think Benzico has to be... Um, He's earned the right.
2: That's basically what you're saying, isn't he? He's earned the yeah, right yeah. to be in that midfield. He, he doesn't put a foot wrong, and yeah. he, he starts the attack. He looks comfortable. He's just like a player that we we needed, and somehow we, yeah. he was he was another club's reject. It just <laughs> no. I find yeah. that so funny because they've both been brilliant these Juventus players.
0: It has. It has. You, you, Both of you are right. And and that's the thing. I think sometimes we can sit here, we can say who we prefer, who do we want. But you've actually seen them play and you've been like, actually, I didn't know this, Giesel, because I am I did not know who Kulavisky or Ben Tenko was until I saw them in a Tottenham shirt. And then mm-hmm. I was like, my word, where have these guys come from? And I think that's the thing that we nearly need to remember about Conte is like um Andrew says, I'm glad that I'm not Conte because I have not got to decide who's in that uh, midfield combo. It's up to Conte. And I think, that's probably the best thing we could say that Conte's our manager. He's bringing in these players. We've got UCL next season. It's going to be an exciting time. Before we finish, I thought it would be quite nice to talk about the away kit Because obviously it causes so much uh, controversy between the, uh, the fan club. So Luke, I'll come to you first. Do you like the new away kit? you're not feeding no. it? No,
1: <laughs> no, it's hideous. Uh, no, do you know what? Like I'm usually like, I sit there and I usually tend to, I never, ever get the home shirt anymore. Hmm. Like Ever so i've got the one that you've got on holly and what else have i got just any loads of the like there was a purple one from a few years ago like third kit i think the badge was like yellow or something anyway so just tend to tend to get them because they're a little bit more exciting than having 10 different white kits yeah um but no this one looks like a wetsuit doesn't it (laughs) it's just like (laughs) do you know what and there's you know I bet probably Max will be like, oh yeah, I like it. No, and that's fair enough, because you, know, you are allowed to like these things, do you know what I mean? But I've I'm tried sorry I've... for being positive. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> no, no, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried, I even watched... when I watched game of the game the other day, I saw them in it, and I just thought like, it's just awful, isn't it? Like, it's just Nike. It's Nike's problem. Like, they're so bad at designing kits. They design like one design for different clubs, but they mm-hmm. make them as different kits. So I think our... our away kit looks like Barcelona's training kit or something like that and it's a, yeah. with the same mm-hmm. yeah it looks like for me it looks like a like a 70s wetsuit but um <laughs> don't diss the sure, yeah I do you know what from what I'm what I'm looking at online um I'm a little bit excited about the third kit
0: yes I think that's mm-hmm. the thing like you say I I have I loved last year's white kit even though it was just plain and simple um that I this one, Max, I don't know, you're probably going to say the complete opposite, but I feel like it's, for a fan, I wouldn't think I'm going to wear that with jeans. I just, I can't, it's more of a... Nah, at it. A do I wear top. this
1: with jeans? <laughs> uh, next time, I mean? I, on,
2: on that game day when I wake up and I'm starting the vlog, I'm going to be thinking, right, do these go well with my jeans? <laughs> no, but you know what
0: I mean? I sound like, right, now. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so sporty, yet it's so like, like Lucy, said, it's so like, fragmented to me. I don't like it, but that's me.
2: I think the, the 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 thing is, it's just, it's different. It mm-hmm. is. And this is where I'm going to try and be positive, right? I'm not going to say I love it. I'm just going to say I can put up with it because it, it is different. You just said our, our home kits are always very plain. So yeah. they go and do something that's really different and no one likes it. So it's like they're trying to, whether they care or not, I don't know. Probably not. But I will be getting it. And I'm telling you now. I'm getting Richarlison on the back. <laughs> and then on the other kit, look, if it is that one, I'm going to go for a Kulusevsky. That's, I like that's... it. So I'm do not what, saying I, I like
1: I, it. I cheekily ordered uh, that potential kit from a website that we shan't mention. Because um, <laughs> I'm still a little bit reluctant. The one to that, they're, all, they're, all, they're
2: always do, they're doing the rounds on Twitter. Are yeah, so yeah,
1: exactly. So uh, I made a little cheeky order with that with Kulisevsky on the back. So that should be arriving soon. And then it never. And then it turns out it's not the kit. And then I've got a kit that you can never wear ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah you couldn't if, if it wasn't a kit then you couldn't wear it <laughs> no no but do you know what I'm saying Holly I reckon I reckon black jeans with that shirt. black
0: jeans you reckon yeah, yeah but saying, is yeah. it more navy than it is black and then it's a bit like I'm not sure. I mean like I'm just gonna point out what Andrew put here saying not only are we debating how well the season goes but we're now fashion gurus. this is what you get on <laughs> Holly Sotspurs Live. Um but no I thought it'd just be quite fun to talk about it because I hate it and I wanted to uh, see if anybody else hated it but uh Max has proven that he likes it so uh, did you anyway. like that
2: one you're currently wearing straight away or did that have to grow? Mm. I,
1: loved I, it.
0: Didn't. I didn't I
2: did not there we go
1: there we go yes, <laughs> but I knew this you were one... gonna say that <sighs> do you know what I also I know. love also love that purple one from last season as well.
0: Oh, no, not that. That's hella glitchy. Yeah. I don't like that. That's got bits on it that are not, like, pristine. They're a bit like... like When that goes in I the
1: end-of-season sale, that's going straight in my basket. <laughs> <laughs> that one,
2: Holly, looks like, like 10-year-olds have just got loads of paint at like that school that you work at and just thrown <laughs> it over a shirt.
0: I mean you are right there, but I'm not buying the the, the new away shirt looks like someone has just cut a bit of collage up and stuck it together. I no, I'm not about it, man. <laughs> But anyway, let's not talk about kits because I think people are gonna think that I'm mad. Um so I am
2: colourblind, Darren. No I'm <laughs>
0: <laughs> But uh, I I've enjoyed this evening. Obviously talking about the away kit right at the end was nice. Um but before I do the rounds, I will say a big thank you to everyone that is watching at the moment. I know I want to say a big thank you to Carl uh, again. A big thank you to Max for reminding me to, to fizz it up on the screen. Thank you for coming. And remember, there was a few of you as well that said that you subscribed. I do appreciate it. I would love to get to 2K before the season starts, which is coming around the corner. Um, I think we're about 80 subs off. So it's a bit of a push.
1: Amazing.
0: But hopefully we can get there. But um, going. Be- cheers. Thank you. But before we say goodbye to everyone... Let's do the round. So first, Max, where can everybody find you doing your thing, my friend?
2: Um, hopefully doing my thing once season starts again because I'm pretty useless of uploads at the moment. <laughs> I find myself just on everyone else's channel, um, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to get out there in the podcast world as well. So um, yeah, it's Joe, Max, watch alongs and vlogs once the season's up and running, definitely.
0: I love it. Thank you, and uh, Luke as well. Where can everybody find you doing your thing as well? I know yeah, you've got an so- exciting new show coming up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the same show, just new new time, same guests. Uh but yeah, no, just look, if you like my ramblings, just you can just follow us at Rivalry Aside TV. But obviously, like really importantly, like want to push you um up to 2k. Uh we're miles behind, so uh doesn't matter if you don't sub to us, just make sure you sub to Holly. Uh but no, yeah, look, you can catch us every Saturday morning. Uh should be around eleven o'clock on Saturday mornings. Bit of a different show. We talk Spurs and Arsenal, called the North London Lowdown. We have Arsenal guests and Spurs guests every week, and we debate uh, what's happening in the week, transfers, who's better, and uh, watching my co-host cry when we battle them in the North London derby. So, <laughs> I do love that. that. And shout out to Andrew for saying. Um, I was yeah, going to say. I was going to that up.
2: Just, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, the problem is, I hate running. Like I said mm-hmm. to you, Holly, I hate it. The test, yeah, I hate it. But. When I've been getting up in the mornings it just and I've done it and I've, I've like showered after and I'm I'm so ready for work. And it's like, it's put my like, not that I've had bad mental health, but they've always said if you can do a bit of exercise, it's so good for it. And I've never yeah. really believed it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to button down, stick to it, try and I have to put a little selfie on Twitter. Because otherwise it's just like, <laughs> it's this is proof that I've done it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. But no, it's just, we'll, we'll see. If I'm, if I'm still doing it in like a month's time, I'll be able to tell you if my fitness has actually improved. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see.
0: No, good on you. I mean, I, I can't bring myself to get up in the morning to go for a run while I'm at deal <laughs> with children at work. So, but hopefully that'll be uh, so new. But like I say, thank you to, like I say, you guys for coming on. Everybody that's still in the chat, thank you so much. Um, Holly Sportsports Live will be back next Monday with other guests to hopefully talk about, obviously, Spence finally signing because it's driving me nuts. But I'll also be having a, um, what's it called, a match reaction on Wednesday for the quarterfinals of the Women's Euros.